0: Hey everybody, John Millen here with Millen Group and the Benefit Hackers Podcast. Today I'm going to talk about peanut butter. Yes, I love peanut butter. Uh, My daughter loves peanut butter. Uh, The rest of my family can kind of eat peanut butter. My son does not like peanut butter. A lot of people like peanut butter. So what the heck is the deal with peanut butter and healthcare? Why? What's this analogy I'm about to draw? And I think this is going to be really, really helpful for you. If you make decisions about your benefits package for a company, specifically a group health plan, not an individual plan, not a Medicare plan, not Medicaid, right? These are when you're buying group health insurance at a company or a nonprofit, this will this little analogy. Is one of the most important things I've learned personally about the industry in the last, easily in the last five years. So I've learned a lot in twenty years. We've been in the benefits industry in some form or fashion. You know, twenty years ago we were we were in the insurance industry in a a little different capacity. But over the course of twenty years, we've had lots of exposure and experience, and our agency has grown and and enhanced and and weathered the storm of two thousand and one. Company was started uh, by my wife Laura three weeks before 9 11, going into business for herself. So uh, it's pretty hard. 2008, remember the financial crash? 2008, 2009. Um, Remember COVID? Like these are serious events in, in a 20 year span, and we're still here as a small boutique, bespoke agency. I keep hearing that word bespoke um so we're so we're small but we're extremely good at what we do so you don't have to be a large agency to be good at what you do that just means you're large It means you have a lot of people um but i'll stack our i'll stack my strategies against any of the big firms and we'll go toe to toe with any of them because we've had to adapt and evolve and we've had to figure out how do we uh, provide value in the face of a $4 trillion industry that doesn't want to change. Healthcare is $4 bucks a year. It's the, It's bigger than the GDP of every country in the world except three. So, peanut butter. When you go to get peanut butter, most people have a couple choices. One choice that I've always got peanut butter at was the grocery store. So here in Virginia it's Publix You might have Wegmans, you might have Kroger Food Lion um, Whatever it is You go Piggly Wiggly down the south So wherever you get where your grocery store Chain is you go and get peanut butter right And, and you get Jif or you get Peter Pan or you get Fat Free or Natural or whatever it is Right it's like paste if it's all natural And then they have the, the oil on top So I like pouring the oil off And I like the pasty type but A lot of people like creamy whatever it is you're paying for the peanut butter let's say it's four dollars a jar for 12 ounces i don't know i'm making this stuff up the cost i don't know what i pay and you buy it and if you're like me i we go through it a lot so i have two young kids one loves peanut butter one doesn't i like it my wife eats it with peanut butter and jelly and stuff so we go through it pretty regularly you know i don't know a jar a day right something like that two jars a day somewhere in that range it's pretty normal So I'm kidding, a jar a month or two, right? Every month or two, we go through it. And it's actually pretty healthy for you um, if you're getting the right kind. It's actually really good, especially if you're on a keto diet um, or intermittent fasting, which I do. Sidebar. So don't think of it as bad. If you get the right kind of peanut butter, it's actually really healthy for you. And it gives you a lot of energy. And it's very low in carbs and sugar if you you go the all-natural route. Okay, so I get the peanut butter. Now... I go to Costco one day. Costco was really big where we live. We just got a BJ, so you go to one of these warehouse clubs—Costco, BJs, doesn't matter, whatever you want to call them. Sam's Club, we have one of those. And you're walking around, and you—you know—they're trying to sell you the big-screen TV. If it's 80-inch TV, and it's always—every time I walk in, I'm like, oh, I need one of those. I'm like, oh, it's only $649. You kidding? For that TV, it's huge. You know, you get all excited, and then you walk by, you're like, okay, that's I'm not gonna get that. Then you go by the porch furniture and and all the cool things that 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 you want to get, but you don't. And then you pick up your paper towels and your plates and these big rolls of stuff. And why are you doing that? Because it's wholesale pricing. It's less expensive per per unit, per ounce, per sheet, per uh, roll of toilet paper, whatever it is. There's certain things that you may not buy there, like maybe deodorant. You know, unless you're a real smelly person, you're not going through a whole thing of deodorant every month, probably. So maybe you don't buy that kind of stuff or certain over-the-counter Tylenol. You're not buying a jug of that stuff at Costco. You're buying the stuff that you're going to consume anyways. But when you pass the aisle where it has peanut butter, it's usually two jars, not one. That's fine. You're buying a little more, but the unit price is so much less. And I've not done the comparison shopping. I should do a video where I actually do this. But I, but I know it's less because I remember seeing like a two-pack instead of a 12-ounce jar. I think there were 16-ounce jars, right? And they got a little handle, a little plastic thing in between. And, you know, it was like $7 or something. $8. You know, it was like, wait a minute. I'm getting two really large containers of the same Jif that I get at Publix. Publix, I'm paying f- almost $4 for 12 ounces. I'm just making these kind of round numbers. And I'm like, I pay a little, almost, a little bit more than that. And I'm getting way more. So the unit price is a lot lower. It's the same GIF. I'll buy it. That's buying wholesale. Nobody makes fun of you or people for buying wholesale. In fact, Costco must have been deemed an essential business because during COVID, they remained open. You know, talk about germ spreading. I mean, those, those places never shut down. Granted, they're serving food and essentials. I'm not saying they should have been shut down. I'm just saying that people learned really quickly, wow, okay, I'm going to stock up and price of stuff, and especially now with inflation, now I'm going to be, oh, maybe I'll drive a few minutes past the Food line or the Kroger to go to the Costco. What's my point? Many companies that I talk to, if you have an organization and you might be the employee of the organization, you might be the HR, you might be the owner, of the board of directors, whatever role you play. If you have, let's say, less than a thousand employees on your medical plan or total, like whatever's easiest, and probably maybe less than 500 employees. So, anywhere between 25 employees to 500, let's just keep it nice and clean, or 25 employees to 250 or even 25 employees to 100. Those are what we call the small and mid-sized marketplace, SMB. That is 90, over 95% of the employees work in companies that have less than 250 or 500 employees. Most employees work in those smaller firms. The big ones that you hear about are the large employers, right? Kroger is a big one. Google. Um, you know, these companies have thousands of employees or more, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, Amazon. That is the large group. That's not what I'm talking about here because they have already been buying wholesale. They don't buy retail. But you go to do your little research every year because your health care plan is coming up. And you get, you know, two months notice because the renewal doesn't come out until 60 days or 45 days. You don't get it from your broker until like the last minute. And you scramble waiting for the surprise that it is an, an increase in cost and a reduction in coverage. And you go through the dance, the kabuki dance, as my friend Craig Lact says. Every year, every year, every year, every year, every year. Doesn't change, doesn't change. Oh, one year we get a 1% increase. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next year, it goes up 40%, 20%. It's all over the place. On average, it's going up 12% a year over the last 20 years. On average, according to Kaiser, KFF.org. Look it up. 12.6% on average annualized increase for healthcare costs for small, mid-sized employers. And even large employers are seeing it, but they're not seeing it as much because why? They're buying wholesale. So here is... The thing that I want to convey that is really important if you're involved in the decision-making process of buying group health benefits, you could be the HR specialist and you're at the table with the company and you're talking about this stuff. If If you're involved in the decision, you could be the office manager and you're involved in the decision. You're like, I'm not the CFO, I'm not the owner. You have a quote fiduciary unquote duty to make sure you're making the right decision. Many people miss this point. Not only do you want to make the right decision because you're a good person, not only do you want to make the good decision because you probably live with your decisions because you have the plan, you care about people, right? Um, you want to do the right thing for your company. But if you're involved in the decision-making process, you are, have a responsibility to make sure you're not overpaying for health insurance, for pharmacy drugs, and for the advice you get from your broker. This is in the law called the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2021, CAA 2021. You can check it out on my website, milligroup.com I have a webinar, webcast, recorded webcast. So now they've made it a legal thing. Before it was, oh, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're a 5,500 qualified group with over 100 enrolled on medical, or you're a self-insured group, then you have a, an ERISA, E-R-I-S-A, an ERISA responsibility. That has even gotten stricter now. If you're involved in a decision-making process, you, I, can sh- I can share the excerpt if you want. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, people are not aware of this. Now, I'm not trying to use the law to scare you. But I, I am saying, like, that, that's a significant change that you need. If you're in that role, you need to be aware of. Because, let's face it, law firms are, are eager for stuff like this. You know, during COVID, not a lot was going on. So... When there's clear violations of new laws, especially when it comes to healthcare, care, which has such a microscope on it right now because the costs are going up and pharmaceutical drugs. You don't want to be in that basket when they start asking questions. I'm just, I'm just, I've seen this happen in 2008 with the red flags rule when it comes to identity theft. I've, I was involved in that and I saw the, the impact. So my advice is become aware at a high level, like, okay, I have a responsibility to do the right thing. That means, are we buying retail or wholesale? That's the first question you should be asking. Right? Where'd you get the peanut butter? Oh, I went to uh, um, Rite Aid. You bought six packs of peanut butter at Rite Aid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought it for the company party. Okay. You know, you're probably overpaid even more than Foodline, right? Yeah, I don't care. You know that You could have probably bought that at Costco and saved the company some money and got, like, half the price. I don't care. That's the point. Retail and wholesale. You should care. Like, why would you do that? You would never buy a bunch of peanut butter at a pharmacy. Rite Aid, CVS, Walgreens. It's the most expensive there. Or a corporate or a gas station. Like that's not where you buy. If you need a lot of that kind of stuff, one off is fine. You need some vision insurance, fine, buy it retail. You need maybe some dental insurance, and eh, maybe fine, buy it retail. You need some health insurance, that's a million dollars a year. That's not fine. Ask the question: are we buying retail or wholesale? And then you have to understand what that means so that when you get the answer you can make an informed have an informed conversation with the other person like i'm not saying you have to work with us to get wholesale healthcare there are lots of people that provide this many do it the wrong way and it's not efficient but they do it many auto dealers sell trucks but they don't do it the right way but they sell a truck a few people in our industry do it the right way, and they truly understand that you're getting Costco pricing and not just the United Healthcare pricing. And so I'll save the details for later because this is now a 14 minute um, audio, and I wanted to keep this, this brief. But ask the question is it retail or is it wholesale? And if you have questions about this, you don't have to wait for me to post something. You know, look, contact me on LinkedIn or on mailinggroup.com. And let's have a conversation. Many of the times when I talk, or every time, every single conversation that I have every week, I have one today at 10. I'm gonna talk about three things. I said, hey, you know, I'd you know, would it be helpful if I gave you an overview about what or I think is going on right now with healthcare and benefits and insurance? And then I'd love to learn about you and like what your pain points are and but can I frame up the conversation? Because when you get on the phone with someone I've learned when I do this, I'm like, uh, "What? What are we talking about? And where is this going?" And whoa, God, my brain maybe came off another call, and I'm not sure. You know, I'm not focused. So I like to say these are the these are the three things that I think we do really well. Let me know. We'll have a conversation if you think you can benefit from one of these three things. If you can't, then great, we get off the phone. If you're like, "Hey, this is interesting. Let's talk more." Then let's talk more. So it's, are you buying wholesale versus retail? Um, do you have a claims management process in place? And what's the payment method? Are you receiving your advice on a fiduciary basis or on a percentage of premium basis? So you make sure your advice is aligned with your outcomes. One of many things you could talk about. But those are the three. And usually out of the three, they're like, okay, yeah, um, I've heard about that. I've heard about pharmacy and the pharmaceutical costs. And my employees are screaming about how much it costs. Yeah, let's talk about that. What, how, do we, how do we deal with that? And then you have a conversation. Hope this is helpful. Retail versus wholesale, gift peanut butter. Next time you see a thing of peanut butter, you will never think of peanut butter again. You cannot unhear this. You're like, oh, that guy, Costco, peanut butter, jugs, the strap in between, a little too much. But hey, we go through those big jars, you know, once every day or week or maybe month, month and a half. Hope you, this was helpful.